to another episode of the WASD and Beyond podcast. I am your host, Nick. This is almost our last episode in this series. But before we get to that, this this episode and podcast is sponsored by the beautiful folks over at Final Boss and Doc Longy. Please check out our sponsors. Final Boss is dropping a fucking... uh, Oh my God, what drop is it? I'm looking it up right now. Sorry, Eric. He just apologies, Eric. Today. He just he just teased it today. Give me a second. Nick's got a, a Nick's second. got a bad memory for things like this. Re- so, oh, Eric. dude, I'm so stupid. He's dude, he's dropping a Re- Star Wars Republic Commando shirt line oh my God. with a flag. Good game. Yeah, yeah, dude. So I'm super Good pumped game. for that. Doc Longy's he's got Wu Tang out right now. He's got a bunch of shit out right now. Please check out our sponsors. And after you check out our sponsors, please consider checking out the Spawn Camp Network. At the moment, it's just WASD with all of our good buddies. We're rebuild. We're rebuilding here. We're folks. I don't care. We're rebuilding. Folks. We're refilling, folks. folks. So check out the Spawn Camp Network. At the moment, it's just WASD, but there is some cool shit in the works that Logan and some other people are working on. That I'm working on with Evan. There's a lot of cool stuff. The server um, is still up. Yes, we're gonna have some. Cool I have D&D to stuff. I have to raise my hand whenever Nick's doing ad read um, because I have to try and interject. Uh, OBO is coming back, and I am forcing that upon members of the community. OBO Uh, is 100% coming back now. Evan and Logan, from the conversation I hopped into, it sounds like they have a really good grasp on what OBO needs to be, and I think you guys are going to be super pumped on it. Logan and I are like the Tom and Greg of the Spawn Camp Network. <laughs> I'm Tom. Yeah. It's just a... It, it, I'm Tom. Uh, so, no. Well, that's fine. If yeah, I'm Greg, I get to be six foot seven. Get ready so. for OBO. That's fine. You can pretend to be six foot seven. I get, can also pretend to be a narcissist like Tom. Oh, my God. Get ready for OBO, everybody. <laughs> it's going to be a blast again. Um, just hop into the Spawn Camp server, though. Come have a good time. It's free. Watch movies. Watch us play D&D. Hop into the campaign if there's room for you. I, mean, I was going to say, you should confirm that with good Nick before you say well, yeah. that. Honestly, what I will say to that end is if you are into D&D and you're willing to help a group out with your knowledge, please join, especially if you're a DM, because it would yeah. be super cool to have multiple and... campaigns going, especially if someone has a more free schedule, because our current DM is the nicest guy in the world and makes the coolest and campaigns, but also has the most... No. Yeah, he also has some limited free time, so we can grab him when we can. <laughs> Yeah, yes. we steal them whenever we get a chance to. Yeah, all so D&D DM sessions sick. are recorded, and eventually here we're going to be making clips out of all those for YouTube and yes. all that shit. Uh, the last session was awesome; it was hilarious, and 
I just we want you to be there. Hop in. Let's have a good time. We have our good, good buddy Logan on the show tonight. This is episode eight of episode eight of the WASD and Beyond talks about The Last of Us. HBO is The Last of Us. Holy shit, this episode was wild. What are you fucking drinking, jerk-off? Like uh, A&W. That root, root beer? beer? Bro, I had to screen cap He's, it he's drinking some sarsaparilla. <laughs> drinking some sarsaparilla. Southern comfort. Hey, guess what, bottle. Evan? Gev- hey, hey, hey. Can't Gev- hear you if you're talking. Ooh, I was muted because I was drinking and I didn't want anybody to hear me gulping. Um, Off the rails here, folks. <laughs> no, it's, I was just saying it is firecrafted root beer, yeah. Very like good. in Minecraft. That, that, very good. That's a good That's a good snip, Logan. Let's get into the episode, though. It's going to be a bit of a shorter episode. This was a shorter episode leading into the finale. So, Evan, you want to kind of give us a base on this episode, then we can discuss the episode a little bit, um, give it our rating, and then speculate into what's to come. Yeah. Um, so episode eight takes largely uh, from game perspective uh, playing as Ellie. It's actually mostly the entire experience of when you play as Ellie. Eh, sort of. I'll get into that uh, in a minute. Um, Ellie is taking care of Joel still, and um, she needs food. They're running out of food and water. She's basically touching water to his lips. He's not awake. He's he's not coherent. He's basically in a coma. And he's a vegetable Ellie goes out. <laughs> yeah, he's currently a vegetable. Like she stitched him up, but she can't tell if the wound is getting better or not. So she uh, goes out to find food because he's also not eating. She's probably like just having to force it like into him. And, you know, she's obviously hungry. So she's thinking, you know, what would Joel do? What would Joel do? Joel would go out and hunt. And he uh, she does. Sorry, not he. Um, she grabs the rifle. She goes out hunting. Uh, We get a really cool moment that I think a lot of people I've seen kind of overlook is that the first animal she sees is a white bunny, Um, which in the game, the first time you see a white bunny in the snow, Ellie kills it with bow and arrow (laughs) Um, in a very uh, a scene that actually went really viral from a Twitch streamer that was playing. And she said that was the cutest thing she'd ever seen in her life talking about the bunny. And then a second later, an arrow comes and just pierces it into the ground. Um, But that doesn't happen. Because she goes to get the bunny and falls on her face into some snow, <laughs> which I thought was kind of a neat touch. But what she does find is a deer. And she actually is a pretty decent shot because she listened to Joel and remembered what Joel taught her. So she wounds the deer and two people find it, David and James. We've seen a little bit of David and James up to this point in the show currently uh, from this episode. We get to see that David is a preacher. Um, yep. And is comforting a little girl that is around Ellie's age. Yeah, creep ass uh, bitch. Yeah, he's a creep. And he comforts her, says that they're going to find the men who did that. James is played by Troy Baker, who is Joel in the video games. Um, he's there. And uh, David has a little moment with him where David says that I felt like I was losing faith in there. And James is like, oh, they still believe in you, David. And David goes, no, I was worried about you. Um, so... Shows there's a little bit of a crack there in their relationship, um, but we're not sure why. But these people find the deer that Ellie kills. Ellie finds them, and I like that she lowered her voice. Bella lowers her voice when she's talking to them to seem more imposing. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. She calls James Buddy Boy. um, Her accent was was kind of coming out there, too. I wonder if that was like kind of like the, 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 the like doing it on purpose type thing. But like her accent, you could hear her accent. 
you can hear sometimes when people when people break. I've heard uh, Tom break in succession from time to time. You can hear Christy, his uh, British Christy voice come out of it. When um, at the end of episode six, when she or I guess it was last episode when he falls off the horse originally and she jumps off to like scream at him to wake up. She said, like, I feel like I could hear her accent come out just like hear a little bit screaming. And yeah. she even made me go back. And if he sat in like it wasn't like so noticeable where it broke. The, yeah. the, the setting or it broke the immersion but when you when you listen to it back like oh there it is <laughs> right <laughs> right definitely but yeah so ellie is confronting them tells them to back away from the deer they offer hey we've got supplies you know like she lies and says we're traveling with a large group they obviously are telling the truth when they say they are as well um you know the first thing that ellie does when they are offering things is she asks for medicine and yep tells james go back and get some medicine james is kind of hesitant like not sure if you're telling me to go behind her and shoot her in the back of the head or actually go get medicine like what are you doing and david's like no it's it's not go ahead and do it and james leaves and they go and take shelter in a little like broken down shack that's next to where the deer was and david and ellie have a long conversation until you know they kind of talk they relate in in some parts they you know ellie is obviously showing david i mean not just trying to but like she just just naturally showing how smart she is i mean she is not falling for pretty much any of his stuff until oh, yeah. you know he, he kind of goads her a little bit and you know when she eventually is like dropping her guard that's when he kind of springs it on her of actually the guy that took out one of the guys the the kid's mom from earlier that was joel in episode six killing the guy that stabbed him um yep. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, we sent like four of our guys out and they found a crazy man who was traveling with a little girl and looks at her in a way. And she recognizes that she's been caught and James has been pointing a gun at her uh, since he got back fucking time. Yeah, which he does have the medicine. And David says, give it to her. She takes it and she runs back. No food, just the medicine. So she's again starving herself and Joel. You know, the first thing she finds is that. I thought that was a really interesting scene where she's giving it to him, but she like doesn't know how she's like, I don't know where to put it. I don't know how much to put in. I don't know. You know, I don't know what to do. She just eyeballs um, it. <laughs> yeah, she eyeballs it and she puts it right in the wound itself, um, which you don't typically do. Um, or actually, I don't think you're supposed to do that at all. <laughs> um, no. Then she goes to sleep with him. She sleeps next to him, which is an iconic scene from the game during that period as well. Um, I like the way they did that. And then she wakes up in the morning and she gives them the rest of the medicine because, again, she doesn't know what to do. So while that's kind of going on, we see a little bit more of David's side of things. He is uh, he tells them, I believe, that they found the men who hurt uh, that girl's daughter and they're going to go find them in the morning. And he says this, but he also, you know, slaps the same girl (laughs) because he says, hey, we found them. And the first thing she says is you should kill them. And he responds to that by slapping her across the face and then sitting down with her and eating dinner with her all while her mother just kind of looks down and kind of slurps her food of yeah, which uh, like, God damn it. tonight's dish was venison. Remember that that's important for the rest of the story. <laughs> um, we get to go back in the next morning. Ellie well, sees you know, that. Cut you, but if you don't remember it, it immediately tells you. Because they go, it's venison, and so in your head you're like, this is the deer that from before. And then as <laughs> soon as they hand out the dishes, the deer gets pulled in. It's like, oh, that's right, he does. That uh, that was not the same deer. 
be cool, be cool. He be says, cool. be cool, be cool. Anyway, we go to the next morning, and Ellie finds that they're looking for her, and they're close. So she runs back to uh, Joel and puts a knife on his chest and says, like, here's what you do. I'm going to block the door upstairs. If you hear anybody in this house, you know, fucking kill them. Do what you do. Team wipe. Yeah, team wipe them. And Ellie goes to distract them, which she does a pretty decent job, I'd say, at distracting them. She's a child Um, at the end of the day. James is during this time when they're searching for her, telling her or telling everybody or specifically David, we should just kill her because it's another mouth to feed. And yeah, just kill both there's of them and be done with it. Yeah. And James kills the horse that they were on and is actually going to kill Ellie um, until David stops them. And they take Ellie back while the rest look for uh, Joel and put the horse where they keep the rest of their meat. Now, the two who find Joel or go to find Joel, actually, there's three. Uh, Joel kills one of them in the basement, literally hanging on for dear life to a knife that he stuck in his throat, which I love <laughs> that. Like, basically used, like, his Clear, dead weight to force Clear. that guy down. Yeah. Yep. Um, takes care of that guy, and then he knocks out two of the other ones. My favorite scene I've been waiting for. So iconic. Uh, we could see Joel torture and interrogate two people the only way Joel can. Um, which he ties one up in a chair, ties another behind him in another chair, and brutally beats one of them and asks them, you know, where is Ellie? Where's the little girl? And he puts a knife in the dude's knee and says, if you don't tell me, I'm going to pop your goddamn kneecap off, which is such a badass line. It was fucking gnarly. Like, every instance in this scene, you can feel the direct violence translate. Right. Like, yeah, as soon as that knife goes into the the top of this guy's knee, you know that that's right there at the kneecap. And if at any moment Joel wanted to, he could just he could absolutely do it. And that kneecap is coming off and they would have shown it, I believe, if that's how far they wanted to go. I wouldn't have been surprised. Yeah, I would have been like, okay, that's the kind of show I've signed up to watch. Right. Um, But he doesn't have to, because what he does then is he does the, the, the classic Joel thing that is shown through both games is what you do is you grab a map and you have one guy mark it with a knife or something like that. And he tells him mark it and mark where I'm at and mark where the uh, girl is at, where your town is at or whatever. And he does it. And the guy's like, I swear, man, I swear. That's all like, that's exactly where it is. I ain't lying. I ain't lying. And Joel stabs him in the chest and kills him. And he goes over to the second guy And the other guy's defiant and goes like, I'm not telling you shit. And Joel says, fine, I believe him. And then beats him to death with a metal pipe. Awesome. So badass. Honestly, one of my favorite scenes from any video game, especially The Last of Us. It's so good. Um, And then he tracks his way towards the camp and starts making it over there. While that's going on, uh, Ellie is locked in a cage. And David talks to her again and says, hey. You know, tell me your name. <laughs> Ellie says, eat shit, which I think is awesome. I mean, she's 14 and just she's in a place. She has no idea if Joel's going to make it. She has no idea who these people are, how many there are, any of this stuff. And she just doesn't care. She's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to start insulting you right away. Doesn't give up her name to this guy. And David, you know, starts to manipulate her, tries to goad her into, you know, saying, hey, we're a big group here and we can take care of you. and. Then it gets a little creepy 
because he stands up and gets real close to her. And actually, no, I am missing something. I believe I got these two events mixed around my my bad. Uh, The first thing is they do have that beginning conversation, but then David leaves and David finds out that or uh, sorry, Ellie finds out that they're eating people because of an an ear ear. and a finger on the floor. (laughs) Yeah. And David's like, yeah, we had to do that. And he's like, he says something where he's like, listen, like, what's listen, I have to do what I have to do. And she's like, you're fucking eating people, you psychopath. Like, she's like, like, yeah, there's a point of this. He's like, you think yeah, I want and, to be and she's doing like, this. I'm trying to feed she's my people. Like, whatever. Yeah, like yeah. there's no reason for you to go that far. You know? Yeah, he's trying to rationalize it. And then we get that scene where he talks to her and kind of says, like, we could make a pretty good team. You know, we could show them this and we can show them that. We can show them what love is. And she puts his hand inside the bar. And Ellie is like, oh, okay. And then snaps his finger back, which I thought was awesome. And she tries to grab the keys. And while she's trying to grab the keys, David proceeds to slam her face into the bars uh, three or four times. And she or uh, David leaves while we see that Joel is towards their town and finds Ellie's backpack, which he grabs and also the horse that is now dead and three people hanging from the rafters they're really people it's just like torsos yeah there's yeah you don't even know who any of these people are which i thought was crazy by them it's wild yeah um so he finds that and he sees you know who he's like who he's up against in a way and james and david come back and they're gonna kill ellie and carve her up into little pieces and in doing this ellie stops and saves herself a bit of time by saying she's infected and they roll up her sleeve and they see, you know, her infection mark and David goes, or you know, she kind of goads David with like, everything happens for a reason. Right. Cause like, that's what he's been saying the entire episode. Yep. It's and all about fate. Yeah. It's all about fate. And in the middle of this, you know, he goes, David's like, no way they can't be real. And James goes, it looks pretty fucking real to me. And then we have to say goodbye to James because Ellie takes a cleaver and puts it into his neck. Uh, I love awesome. Super about because that, that was the actor, or the the character from Joel. Joel in the video game. Yeah. And I loved how into it he was. I was like, I get to go out that way. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah, he's excited. He, he was going to yeah. be a clicker. He's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to be like a clicker or like an infected. And they're like, uh, no, Troy, you you're going to be you know david's like right hand you know yeah character still big dog which is cool because they added depth to uh him as well they didn't just like make him some little lackey like they made him a doubtful follower and i really appreciate that because most of the time that you see like the voice actor in the show and it is just a cameo it's like hey they're here and look we killed them ha 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 you know it's like we killed them though like we did something with them it's like here it's like he's like like Steve Smith, when like Stan spanks me, he's like, I do not approve of your methods. Like the entire <laughs> episode. And it's like my favorite thing. Well, I <laughs> like that. Broke Logan. You get, now that we see what David is and what he's willing to do, you look back on how James was acting and you think that not only was she another mouth to feed, he also, I think, thinks about Mercy killing her because he doesn't want what happened to that other yeah, little girl that happened to, to her more girls into this and keep this cycle going <laughs> yeah he's he's thinking so like in some ways they made him out to be a bit more humane than 
Like realistically, if David were out of the picture, I don't think James would try to be standing up for him. No, probably I think not, that's no. exactly what they try to well, convey. I've I think also, they did that I mean, quite well. I also feel like at the end of the day, he is a diehard follower up until he's like, we're going to eat people now. Like, okay. Well, yeah, he knows what's I think going on. Line. I've drawn my line. <laughs> well, I think he I think... knows what's going on. And he's like, fuck, like, I have to either, like, I follow this guy. I am religious. I follow him. I have my doubts. So either he dies, I wait for him to die, or I'm going to eventually have to kill him. I think is where David is in his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, David doesn't, David doesn't appreciate anybody. He doesn't appreciate anybody in his camp because they all fear him. Like he says, they're all, he's a, he's a shepherd leading sheep, but he wants there to be essentially another wolf because he's a wolf in disguise. So, um, I I liked that little bit of it. Uh, while that's going on, we get to see, uh, David chase Ellie. Yes. And Ellie, throws she gets a little like a fire stick basically and throws it at him and misses but it does light the curtain behind her or the or the drapes behind uh david on fire and that spreads very quickly up the wall onto the wood above and this is where we get to see a little bit of some cool little gameplay style things happening and major story moments well it's a huge Um, ode to the game you know what i mean like that scene is distracting him hiding talking about though right like we've been talking yeah. about the fire if you haven't played the game and you listen to this series and watched the series on hbo you've heard evan and i talk about the fire are they yeah. gonna do the fire scene they yeah. did the fire scene almost to a t it was wonderful it was great um yeah keep going please then we'll, we'll go into our you know i just discussion y- yeah i just like that they had so much um like like references or not references, but like ways of the game in there. Like you had Ellie throwing that to throw it at him, which kicks everything off. I don't remember if that happens in the story necessarily, or if it's something else that's knocked over that is eventually starts it. And, yeah. um, but you see that in the game, Ellie has to hide and she has to distract him and try and find ways to hurt him. So you see that happen in the story. I don't know if you have to hit him a couple times in the game or if it's just the one time and that kicks it off. But in the show, obviously Ellie gets a knife. And she goes for him and she stabs him in the stomach, but he knocks her down and knocks the cleaver away that he was carrying. He was going to kill her with a cleaver anyway, which I thought was funny. He didn't grab another magazine to shoot her with out of for his gun. He grabbed the cleaver. He wants this to be painful. He wants it to be slow. And he gets a hold of Ellie and he gets on top of her. And, uh, you know, she's struggling and screaming. And, you know, he says, the, this is my favorite part. I like when they fight. Right. And Ellie screams again and f- grabs a hold of that cleaver and cuts him into pieces for, I think, maybe 10 to 15 seconds in the show. Oh, like, yeah. She does it Huge for a long slashes. time. And then Craig Mazin said that, yeah, like they basically just told her, like, you're off the leash. Do whatever you like. Do it. Just go like it doesn't matter. Um, And she kills him, butchers him. We don't get to see that body uh, probably because there's pretty much nothing left. And um, she gets outside and Joel finds her and grabs her and she's like distraught. She can't even talk. And she just like, you know, like hugs him. And Joel says something he hasn't said for 20 years, which is I've got you, baby girl. And phenomenal. We see them walk off into the snow set on their final destination. I I saw that happen in Christy's face. She was just like, Try not to cry. Just, like, just yeah. died inside. And then it's so funny because as 
people who are watching the show also know they do the ending little like behind the scenes and that scene is done again and she made the exact same face again and she's like it hits every time <laughs> yeah it is a very big story moment and very big beat that had been like when i played it when i played the game originally i mean you were you didn't know that was going to happen so when you hear him say that you're like oh shit like that's yeah, like, that's important yeah, well, like there's this back and forth and this constant fight where they both care about each other but they're too afraid to say that yeah, they care about each other it. and that was like that was that final confirmation of like it's okay we can we can express how we really feel about each other now and it's fine like yeah. you're not going to see for episode nine you're not going to see a single argument with these two like they are no they're the same mindset they're the same they are in now. harmony at that point like they are they are 100 percent synced up like same brain which i hope uh something for episode nine i'll wait until we get to that part but let's talk about the episode nick what'd you think uh this episode's wonderful it's a perfect example of how to shift care to do a character shift right like in the game this is what happens you shift over as ellie you play as ellie you deal with problems as you would ellie in this episode you see the problems that she has to deal with being a a, a teenage girl right like a smaller framed person she's not joel but yes, yeah. Joel is old. Well, she's also and Joel a kid has on his top health problems. Being a kid, she's a small kid. She's not, you know, there are kids and out there who can exactly. fend for themselves. But she's tiny. She is tiny, but it's that rage, it's that hatred she does have that can keep her flowing, which is going to be a huge theme in season two. But it's awesome to see that struggle. It's actually been awesome to see both their struggles, man. So, you know, um, I'm happy. I made a joke. I'm like, oh, show it, show it. But then I remember in the game, you don't see David's head getting smashed. It's just what you don't see is what should terrify you. And that is, this is a perfect example of what you don't see should terrify you because you don't need to see his face to see how bad she cleavered him. You know how bad she cleavered him. It's, this is going to leave a scar on the Ellie that you know all the way to the end of season two. Yeah, she is completely she changed never, from that. She does not come back from this. It's not a spoiler. You can see it right then and there. She will never come back from this. And that is an important narrative that they drove home and they drove it home well. Um, Pedro Pascal does another amazing performance from sleeping to, okay, I got to get up to the struggle of getting up to then going, I'm, I need to power through it. That was amazing. The actor who played David, phenomenal job playing a fanatic cult leader, basically, and um, pretty much a pedophile. Um, it's yeah. never probably an easy role to play. You don't think, hey, what did you sign up to play today? A uh, pedophile call leader. Ah, fuck, I got that role, you know. But he did a, yeah. he did a great job as David. It was done masterfully, and this episode gets a ten out of ten for me. Wow, love it coming back, especially after episode seven. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. All right, Logan, what do you think? For me, when I went into it, I was expecting and hoping for all of the high notes, and they hit all of the high notes. I remember probably like right at the end of the interrogation scene, I was just like, "They fucking, did it. they fucking did it finally!" Yes. And um, even Christy looked at me. She was like, "I'm assuming they did a good job." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that was like literally shot for shot, almost identical to the exact same interrogation scene." And after the episode ended, I went back and showed her the game original, and literally the only difference is instead of being stabbed in the the first guy being stabbed in the stomach, Joel snaps his neck. But and I was telling Nick this um, 
off of the podcast that the stomach shot felt almost more um, intimate and which made it much more intense. And so I actually preferred it in the show. Uh, so with them hitting all the high notes and just it just like being exactly what I wanted it to be, I also give it a 10. Um, Damn. Will I rewatch again? Extremely excited to see how I am still kind of worried about how they're gonna wrap this up to fit everything. Uh, but I do trust them, so I'm excited for the final episode and I'm super excited for season two because after this episode ended, I same thing you guys said. I, I told Christy how like this is where Ellie changes into like that same mindset of Joel twenty four seven of just becoming like a stone cold killer. Like, of course, yeah. when needed, but regardless, still being one. And I showed yeah. her the Last of Us 2 game, video game trailer that came out centuries ago. And she oh, was yeah. like, oh, I'm excited. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's like, if you were to show people now they finish this, the finale uh, on Sunday and you show them the trailer for the second game, they're going to be like, what am I yeah. getting? Well, yeah. they In said, season, I guess I, don't, I would two. like your guys' opinion. Um, do you think they'll find a new actor or will they age a fire? Uh, the character. They're not the replacing Bella. You can't. I don't think they're gonna her replace now. her. I don't think yeah. you can. Don't they're gonna probably mean. age a fire. But like the my problem is, she is short. That. Christy asked that. That and that's what I said. I said I don't think they can, and that's why I showed her the second tra- the the uh, game two trailer because I wanted her to see that age difference because it is it's not crazy dramatic, but it's pretty dramatic. Especially because you it's, are it's dealing really with just in height. a kid, so they 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 the proportions change. No, much it's dramatically. it's not just in height. She she changes very much in her I'm, face. I'm, I'm double looking. She has right tattoos now. now. I could not imagine Bella running around with tattoos on her yeah. arm. It would look, it would feel yeah, very I'm off. looking at it. I'm looking yeah. at it. I don't know. It, I think they'll find someone who's still just as great as her, but I just I don't think they can. I think she's just too young looking. They're like like if and if they do just give her and like age age her up, it might look off for the entire season. She looks like a Ellie looks like a full blown woman in part two. Yes, she looks like, like how old is she? What like nineteen? She's twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah, no, there's no way. I mean, there's just no way. I mean, Bella in real life right. is, but also in real life, she also looks like a child still. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't look any different. It's in real not life like yet, yeah, it's not like she looks old in real life, and they made her look like a younger kid. She just happens. How tall to look like is a Bella kid. Ramsey? I'm out. Uh, so Bella Ramsey is 19, and she is how tall? I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. She's That's five like, foot one. Yeah, no shot, brother. Oh, you're gonna have to like put her in like those weird hot topic demonia boots. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the succubus boots. <laughs> yeah, and it looks the like vampire Ellie. Looks like well, Ellie in the in the Last of Us Part Two is only five five, so it's four inch difference. So I think you could make that work a little. Um, you could. I I know that. During this, she did wear a chest binder, did she not? I thought I read something that she said she did wear a chest binder. Funny enough that she does do that, and I actually just saw a YouTube short about that where people were bitching because they're like, there were people who were, it was, I I believe it was some guy named Ben Shapiro who was complaining about it, and Hey, Ben Shapiro. uh, I believe. And I think it was something like that. I I didn't watch the full short, and uh, but like, basically, they were like she just Bella did it because she just didn't want her to be sexualized, which is hilarious because that's exactly what happened when part one like that's a ha- that's what happened when the first game came out. 
2013. People did the same thing. They, well, they look, did it because she's uh, she's pretty. It's like she is 14. Well, look at look at look at Ellie in the first episode compared to this last episode we watched, though. Like they had done a good job making her look a bit more rugged, a bit more old, like a, a little bit older because of what she's going through. It's going to age you no matter what. Yeah. So I, I think they could make it work. I think it's gonna. They have a lot. They're gonna have a lot of work to do because Bella Ramsey looks like Bella Ramsey. She looks like a kid. Yes. Yeah. So she's perfect for this season, but I just I don't know how they'd be able. How to do you recreate? Before we get into this, let's 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 yeah, let Evan we're going give on this tangent. Everyone, Evan, please go. It's just a question that Christy brought up that I thought was very valid because I was also what, thank you, Christy. Yeah, no, thanks, Christy. What what do I need to do? What I gave you, my you ranking, your ranking, ranking and your uh, your thought overall thoughts. Oh, I mean, uh, my overall thoughts were. I mean, it's one of my favorite moments in the game, and I like that this was. I mean, in forty minutes, they were able to do what took up a decent part of the game time. I mean, in the game, it's probably maybe an hour and a half, two hours, because there's a lot of gameplay they had to fill because you can't in games you can't build trust how they did in this episode where they build a little bit of trust between Ellie and David in the game. You have to build trust because you have to literally survive two different sections of waves of clickers and enemies coming at you. So you build trust that way and that you have to fight with this person. And also in the game, once that happens, you have to play as Joel and Joel basically kills the entire town to find Ellie actually killing him. Um, so like I, I thought like they did a very good job of you. The whole episode is kind of set up of like Joel's going to get up and go save her. And then we find that he saves her, but just not physically or not just like in a physical way. He saves her mentally and emotionally of like, it's OK. You can come back to reality now. Um, I like that. And I liked that. They did this. I, I don't know how to describe it, but I like that. I like that the episodes have been different in theme from sections of the game. Like, yeah, you have certain episodes that like, yeah, they take liberties and whatnot like this. If, if anything, this episode does take liberties. But I think that's fine, because at the end of the day, they keep the main important things there. Like I said, when we started doing an episode for each episode of the show, like by the end of episode one, where you end off. And if you compared it to the game, everybody that is alive is is alive and should be alive is. And everybody that should be dead is dead. Like right. everything has followed to a T in that regard, except for Bill and Frank, which we don't have to get into Bill and Frank. We did an entire episode about it. People are still mad about it because Ooh, it's not exactly like the game. Uh, you know, get over it. This isn't exactly like the game either. Are you going to be upset about this? Because Ellie and David didn't kill 50 infected that shouldn't be in the woods anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody's like, where are the infected? <laughs> not here. Who lives out here? But. Right. I liked that. I liked that there was no infected. I mean, because again, that makes them more scary. Well, people pay like, attention to the game or the the uh, dialogue in the previous episodes. They also talk about how the infected towards the end of the mass breakout all started grouping up in the larger populated zones like cities. So yeah, if he's out in the middle of nowhere, probably not going to be many infected because if there were some out there, they've run off to join the larger group. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that's also how, like, they've set it up for the fungus and whatnot. I mean, and even in part two, there's an entire, at the beginning of the end, there's an entire blizzard where there's, like, a hundred of them in the middle of Jackson, Wyoming. Like, really? Is I that really realistic? Could you imagine that, yeah. there being a couple hundred people just roaming the woods as infected? No, of course not. 
but that's again what makes that have impact when they do show up but i like that we've spent episodes six and uh seven really dealing with more human or uh seven and eight yeah i mean they all kind of do they've all dealt with more human related drama like and episode five like episode five does deal with like human elements as well as infected six is pretty much all human related stuff seven is as well aside from you know that clicker and then eight is also again back to just keeping an eye on that because that's more important and that's what i loved about it like we didn't get to see a long drawn out bunch of stuff with ellie and david it was quick it was concise and to the point but it still had a lot of punch to it and i really liked it i mean it gets a 10 out of 10 for me just for that ending i mean i've been waiting to see three different moments from this section of the game i've been waiting to see joel torture two people i've been waiting to see ellie kill david and i've been waiting to see joel save ellie and i've gotten to see all three of those and it's perfect i love it and i give it a 10 out of 10 and i'm excited for episode nine it's gonna mess everyone up episode eight i'm excited it's gonna mess everyone up from wasd and beyond gets a perfect 10 out of 10 so the lowest the lowest we've gone has been a 9.8 episode two or no, sorry, episode four. My bad. Episode four and seven. They both got nines. But then again, that's the lowest is a nine. Yep. There you go. So, so I say we save that loud, huh? I say we save the speculation for next week's finale and we can make a grand finale for our series. Okay. As well. Definitely. I'm cool with that. Absolutely. You guys good you guys wrap you guys good to wrap up then? I am. I am. Absolutely. All right. So thank you guys once again for hopping on to another episode of WASD and Beyond's The Last of Us. It's been an awesome ride so far. We've been having a blast. Um, why did I say thank you to them for hopping on? Thank you for listening. Fuck. <laughs> thank you guys uh-huh. very much. Please check out the sponsors. Check out the Spawn Camp. Check out Logan's fucking build page on Instagram. That's zealoushanger.us, correct? Thanks, cutie. Yes, it is. Boom, baby. I fucking got it. Be sure to check out WASD and Beyond every Friday at 7 a.m. Uh, we may have a, a hot fix next week about about Counter-Strike, about Dead Island 2, and some other cool stuff. Try to get that out. After this series is over, you will get your God of War episode. It's coming. Yes. Promise. <laughs> Love you. It's but we, We've been dedicated a lot of time to this series. So thank you guys again. Take it easy. Be safe. Get ready for the season finale. This is the WASD and Beyond Podcast.